Welcome back, everybody. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Let's Have a Drink. We are on episode 39. Oh my gosh, you and, guys. And if you guys are listening to the day on the day that we post, uh, Halloween is coming up. Halloween Literally is very, very soon. Literally two days away, friends. Literally two days Saturday. away from the day we post. Um, we love Halloween in, so in this in this house. We love Halloween on this podcast. The, Ryan has been more than obsessed with Halloween since I've met her, and I don't quite understand it. I'm not definitely not even close. Yeah, to as big of a Halloween fan as you. Oh my god, I love it. It's so my this, favorite I'm hoping this episode she takes over uh, more yeah. on that on the spoopy side. Spoopy side. Um, but we are excited for this episode, guys. Second mm. last episode of the season. We have yeah. an exciting episode next week uh, for everybody as well. Yeah. But we hope you're looking forward to this week. Absolutely. We have so much to talk about before the intro rolls. Um, first off, we went to a beer, our first beer tour. First ever beer tour on Sunday. Um, and guys, it was freaking awesome. Freaking amazing. Um, absolutely one of the... One of the best experiences I've had yeah. since COVID, you know, has started oh God, because. Oh, God, 100%. So, yeah, it was postponed from April, April, March. Oh, no, we were originally going to go in March. Then I got moved to April because they thought, you know, we were only going to be shut down for a few weeks. No, no, no. It got moved all the way up to October, about a week before the date it was moved to in April. Well, so, we've it been September waiting. and then October? No, she was going to try and get us in for oh, September, but the date she picked didn't work out. So we've been definitely on this for a while. Um, yep. We've probably talked about it a couple times. This was a birthday present for me. It was a birthday present for you uh, way back in February. So yep. um, our first beer tour, and and I love to talk about it. So mm-hmm. we actually have two beers. Uh, the beers we have today uh, are from Nickel Brook Brewing Company. Yeah. And they are were beers we tried um, well, when when we went when tour. we there they they're actually the one these both are seasonal so they yep. will only be there for a little bit of time which is really cool I think it's really yeah fun. Well, um, well that's what I really loved about the tour itself is they brought out a lot of um, seasonal things they had on tap or things at a limited time or new stuff that they had come out. So we had four stops on this beer tour. Um, it was actually three breweries and one cider house. So it was a beer and cider tour. Yep. And um, they, the ones that we went to were Mare Brewing in uh, downtown Hamilton. Uh, we've been there before. Uh, definitely was a nice little stop to start off the day. For sure. Um, and then we moved on to the Sean and Ed Brewing um, in Dundas. Correct. Um, it's still in that kind of like Hamilton area. Burlington, kind of that. Burlington. Yeah, it's it's all, adjacent. Yes, it's Hamilton correct, adjacent. Correct. Um, really wonderful. They kind of really are more focused on kind of the classic like, Pilsners and Lagers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had some really wonderful options there that I quite like. Yeah. If you know, so Merritt's stuff uh, isn't actually sold in LCBO. Um, no. So if you only, if you know of them, they're only in Hamilton. Sean and Ed is actually sold in the LCBO. They're, mm-hmm. they're known for their aluminum bottles. Yes. Um, and they have a really cool, it's called a Lager shed sean and ed put together obviously um that they sell and those bottles really cool uh, yep. design as well they have really good marketing oh absolutely uh, so that's how you if that's how you know them what i really liked about sean and ed was that they actually went through a whole process of like we didn't get to go in near where the tanks were and go through all that because of covid um but we the way that the building is you're still able to see full-on display where yep. they actually like you know they brew, showed us how the their beer was tanks. made. They showed us the basically the whole exactly. process. Exactly. Like he walked us through like where these things came from, how the brewery itself got started, mm-hmm. what their process is, mm-hmm. and like the reasoning why they do bottles instead of cans, which totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um 
not only can they help preserve the kind of integrity of the beer and allow, you know, uh, less of a chance for more oxygen to get into the beer, which is bad for the beer. Um, but also just the logic of having um, the area that you are putting to your mouth concealed yeah, within so that's, an area that's what he rather said. than touch the whole time. He said when people are, you know, just moving all the beers around, if they're doing them in cans, especially when the people at who check you out or cash you out at LCBO or the, you know, whatever store you're yeah. at, if you're ordering, if you're getting a can, you're they're touching the rim of the can, which is where your mouth is going to go, yeah. even if they have gloves on. Um, it's, yeah. But the, but when you have a bottle, it's capped. So your lips mm-hmm. won't touch anything. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. going to be below the cap. Mind you, I've really always been one to like wipe that area off really quickly right. first. But sometimes you and don't no, think about it. And most of the time I pour mine as well. Yeah, but, so but not, again, too, it's still hitting that edge as it's pouring out of the can. You know what I mean? But yeah. anyways, so their logic was really cool. And it was nice to actually kind of get a uh, breakdown of how the place got started and their process and kind of their belief behind everything. It's a really cool place. And then we went out to, I can't remember where it was. Do you remember where? It's our, called West Avenue. Yes. Um, it was a cider house in... Um, that's what I'm saying. I don't know where West Avenue is. Was it? Um, let, I can look it up quickly as you talk about it. Um, but um, yeah, basically, it's a literally out in the middle of nowhere, adorable um, cider house. It's set up in like a um, like a barn area, essentially. It's what the it building like looks big, like. It was basically like a house, like yeah. a size of a house. Yeah. Like a pretty sizable. Like a farmhouse. But, but flat house, like a farmhouse. No yeah. stories, not big, not no, tall. No, no, just like a flat bungalow style. And then a big ginormous backyard. Like uh-huh. it was like four acres. So I much think, land. Of, like of in the land. summertime. Yeah. Oh my it gosh. Was, it was crazy. Um, and this cider place, guys, honestly, probably one of the best ciders I've come across. <laughs> they had some, bless you. Excuse me. They had some really wonderful flavors and and I will say, just as far as cider stew, generally I don't see a percentage for the most part mm-hmm. um, above a five, maybe a six. Yeah, these percentages uh, were crazy. Percent alcohol. Yes, percent alcohol. Um, but like you couldn't tell, like they weren't super offensive because of that, and yes. they had really wonderful flavors. The ones we tried was um, one of them was like a limited release. Um, we actually posted it for our Monday post this week, um, which is the Oracle Twenty Twenty. It was like mixed with a Chardonnay. And then we had one that was poached pear that we actually got a growler of yes. to bring home from that day. Um, and it, just wonderful flavor that I think because of the pear, it was very smooth, but still very refreshing. They had a lot of their ciders were a lot more dry, which I prefer. Um, so that was really fun. And just like a cute little area. They had a whole little shop where you can get like local preserved meats and baked goods. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was fantastic. Loved it. Right. Uh, where do have you found out where it's, it is? It's in a little town called Freelton, uh, but basically Freelton. it's just a little bit um, northwest of Burlington. Um, so it's a nice, it's kind of like I said, it's in the middle of nowhere. Um, but if mm-hmm. you get kind of closer, it's a little closer to Waterdown and people in the area. Uh, right. But a really great area for them to be, mm-hmm. uh, not too off the beaten track. Um, mm-hmm. But their their ciders were are mm-hmm. harvested some from their fresh apples uh, and pears and everything, yeah. uh, and we were concerned or not concerned. We were surprised with all the percent of alcohol that mm-hmm. these ciders contain. Yeah. We said, you know, we only usually see ciders with five percent, mm-hmm. and so we asked, and I guess the way that their apples are harvested and grown and the soil that it is producing them it just produces more alcohol from them so when when it goes through the process the apples that they use and how much they use just produces more alcohol which i think is insane Um, but the the poached pear one i think it was like an eight or nine percent you got a growler and it was lovely nice cinnamon cinnamon. it has a really distinct cinnamon flavor for a cider yeah which is what you usually just get apples and fruit and sweet felt like uh it was fall in in a cup the perfect autumn cider oh my god and drink. considering it was like more of a pear than an apple like it had a bit more pear in it yeah 
it literally was like a pear apple cider. It was. It felt like what I was drinking. Well, I was she like, said this- there is apples in there. I asked. The, the well, yeah, no, all like yeah, cider. So yeah, you're, you're going to use apple. It but, was but really it just, cool. And I'm talking like non-alcoholic cider. Yes. Like if we were to take a jug of like regular apple cider with some pears in it, um, but then you make it with some alcohol and you've got, you know, what mm-hmm. we tasted in a cup. It just had those very um, um, musky, like autumnal flavors. And it was really, really delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the last stop we had, another place that we've been before was Nickelbrook, hence why we're drinking the beers that we are right now. Yes, sir. Um, and yeah, guys, it was wonderful. We had a uh, good little group of Our us. Our group was fantastic. Don't Our even. Group was great. Like there was, um, although there is a pandemic going on, um, we we were very cautious, very safe with everything going on. Mm-hmm. You know, as our group was starting to drink, we started, you know, realizing that none of us have really gone out. We've, we've all been um, in in safe quarters within people, and yeah. no one's been in contact mm-hmm. with anybody. Um, we we were all very safe and yeah. very understanding. Yeah. So when we were at these places, our masks were off. We were chatting. We were drinking, and it was yeah. a lot of fun. Um, when the when this all kind of turns around, I definitely want to do more beer tours because 100%. the social fun, you know, just hanging out and well, drinking you aspect about it, right? is so so cool. Don't get me wrong; like I love our 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 little circle. Um, but it was nice to be able to get out and and without really worrying as much because of all the precautions we had in place and everybody was being very respectful of those um, um, regulations and, and, and and guidelines and things like that. Um, it was nice to be able to just connect with people. That's what I love about things like that mm-hmm. um, is you get to connect with people you might not normally, but you somehow find um, a basis to start a conversation. And then as time goes on, you find more and more in common or more you can relate on or learn about from other people. Excuse me. I just burped a little bit. Um <laughs> And that's what I find the most fun is being able to uh, connect with the, with these people. And like, I, you know, they might have a different experience or come from a different place. Like, uh, it's it's just crazy. And, and we there was multiple generations in the group that we had, but everybody had a yep. wonderful time and got along. Um, so, yeah, it was really great. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Like, again, just wonderful uh, personalities being uh, intertwined with one another. It was it was yep. really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um we, I think one of the, my favorite things was, I think we started the, the tour off and uh, the driver was like, what music do you want? We were like, ah, whatever. And he started playing like Latin or something music class, almost like a, a smooth jazz type It was of, like a lo-fi yeah, jazz. There wasn't a lot of lyrics. Um, it was just no lyrics, just kind of like instrumental. And we were like, hmm. So as soon as we got back on the, from the first stop, the one girl uh, was like, just put on some 90s, uh, some 90s music. Just put on a 90s just playlist. Just the whole 90s playlist. And we were all like... Awesome. And we listened to it. And as we left, Bruce was like the one guy that we, we were chatting with the most. Yeah. He was like, thank you for that. <laughs> so it was wonderful. Um, definitely a great time. Uh, yeah. The area of Hamilton, Burlington, Dundas has way more brews than I thought. My Incredible God, selection. We'll be back to all of those. Oh, yeah. I'm sure sometime and soon. And a lot of these places, you see the love and care that they put into it. Like the people who are a part of these places really yeah. kind of enjoy yep. being there and both you know, um, enjoy kind of being a part of that process and they're very knowledgeable and very friendly and open. And I think it's what I love about this kind of area of Ontario is because there's a lot of those, I mean, I know there's small businesses everywhere, but I find that I've just found it in a lot greater, maybe, maybe because I'm seeking it out more, but there's a lot of, um, like smaller shops and like microbreweries and things like that, that, you know, they're very focused, very local and, uh, they just have a different vibe that I really enjoy. I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, so yeah, that was that was basically our weekend. We had a really great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also enjoyed uh, the week, the day before we jo- enjoyed the UFC fight with yeah. Khabib and Gaethje. Um, yeah. So another fun afternoon. We had a really good time that, yeah, that day sure. as well. Um, but yeah, we were we were kind of just up to some things. Um, well, voice crack. Well, hello, very, puberty. Wow. 
Cut it out. Edit it out. Um, I, I can't do. I can't edit it, but I'm giving it. Uh, so um, we have a fun episode this week, guys. We're we gonna do. be st- talking some spooky stuff. Halloweeny. It's gonna things. be all Halloween related. Uh, we're sorry if we bored you with our t- uh, beer tour talk. Yes, I know. But now we're getting to the spookiness. I know. The well, spook- we have one more thing before that. October. What is that, Ryan? What is that one thing? I think I, I think I'm hearing something in the distance. It is. What could that the be? Intro. <gasps> Roll it. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god, hi guys. Hi everybody. Hi, welcome <laughs> it's back nice to, to see you again. It's been it's been Here so long. You. It's been so so very long. Um Anyways, spooky episodes, spooky stuff, Halloween related everything, Spooktober. ghosts, skeletons, spooky skeletons, skeletons. Um, shivers down my spine. We really don't have any plan for this week's episode. No, this, this I content. honestly, I think the most fun is being able to just um, kind of reminisce on the uh, month itself or the, the, the time of year, the holiday itself, the kind of vibe. Um, Halloween has been around for a very, very long time. Mind you, the way we celebrate it now in this day and age is very different from before um and even more different from its origins it was more so a harvest celebration yes um and connected with a lot more pagan rituals and things like that and then over time it slowly evolved into more of a um christian base you know that's where a lot more of the rather than um you know pagan gods you're dealing with like specific evil spirits and you know that's why they call the devil's night and the idea of this the is what i mean by ryan really loves halloween she knows um, shit i know that a lot of the history to know. <laughs> um before we continue i got to preface though uh, yeah. zach texted me today he was talking about last episode right about our candy tier list right and we forgot to mention swedish berries yeah. and, and fuzzy peaches Ooh. and he said those were both s tier i definitely think fuzzy peaches is up there uh, and then Sari Cherry Blasters is also kind of oh, a kind of an A or S tier kind of candy. So sorry, Preface Zach. Thanks so much yes. for those recommendations. Oh, my mom did I mention. And yes, um, your mom did one, too. One specifically, I definitely agreed with. She uh, wanted to fight me on the hot tamales a lot. She was like, "How yeah, dare yeah. you?" Yeah, people. That's what we think. We said cinnamon candies or hot flavored candies. Love or hate. However, um, she did mention one, and I don't know about anybody else, um, but you definitely found there was always those. Um, in Mississauga, uh, the little bit of Britain stores where they had a lot of like British knickknacks and paraphernalia right. and like um, candies and foods that are normally more common there as opposed to here. They're not normally sold in like grocery stores, so it would be there. Um, it's a, a candy from Cadbury called Curly Whirly. And it's oh, basically yeah. like a caramel, like lattice chocolate covered candy. Super good. Totally forgot about it. It would definitely be an S or A tier for me. Um, I guess I'm, th- I'm also thinking one right now because my mom loves them. Uh, it's a hundred percent F tier. Uh, black licorice just get me out of my face. Um, disgusting. That's yeah, not even known F tier. That's not even it. on the list. I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't realize. Um, no offense. I just don't like black licorice. It's I, a very and I wanted to flavor. preface that because uh, candy is Halloween related. Candy is. Yes. That's why we did it last week. Yes. Um, to kind of get in the rhythm. Yes. But for for Halloween for me, um, I have a lot of memories. Uh, we lived in a really small town that mm-hmm. going door to door was. A very fun thing because you knew what neighbors and you knew, you know, my dad and my mom or my mom, usually my dad would come with us 
and he'd, we'd knock and, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be like, hey, Jerry, like, you know, my, my dad, he'd be like, hey, and like, mm-hmm. they know each other. Yeah. Um, and it's the fun, like, oh, who's who, which of these is your kid uh, mm-hmm. under the mask or whatever. And we get candy based off all of that. And mm-hmm. we, you know, one, a bunch of the houses would like, they know us so well that it was like, whoever had the best costume got more candy. We'd always kind of make that a competition. Yeah. And then the the last house down the street was Barb, who's, who would babysit us when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, know this so well. And she'd have the biggest candy bars because nobody would walk that far, but we would. Yeah. So she was, it was almost always for us. <laughs> Love that. So yeah, that Love was that. always. She, was, she held out for the uh, MVPs who made it all the way exactly, down. Exactly. Exactly. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, we did a lot of Halloween costumes being in a, in a family of four boys. Uh, you know, it was some hand-me-downs and stuff, but we always made it a big, big, you know, tradition mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. and pumpkin seeds and all the carvings mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. but what do you have a favorite costume or a memorable costume well what i was gonna say is for, wanna, yeah. for for me um as far as like my halloween and and what made it fun for me is i've always been um a bit of it again too i kind of almost went on a tangent before we talked about the candy there yep. um that uh I am i've always been really interested in the history and origin of things like where things came from so the kind of um, mysterious and magical and I you know I was obsessed with like witches and witchcraft growing up as well so I think that's why this holiday speaks to for me sure. a lot as well for sure um, but the you know kind of mystical elements of its origins and things like that and and you know you know the 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 stories of you know the veil between you know the spirit world and our world is thinner on a day like this and blah 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 so I think that's why Halloween's always been a lot fun for me um and I think because of how like commercialized it is for kids when they're younger it's kind of a a safe way to kind of explore scary things and have fun with it and trick-or-treats and things like that um but I always for us growing up it wasn't so much like I lived on a suburb street so, like, you had regular people all the time. There was a decent amount of kids, especially with the schools nearby. Um, but it wasn't necessarily um, the different houses and competitions between kids because it was still, you know, we had people from maybe, like, two streets over, but then they would invite maybe three friends, but then those three friends wouldn't be there the next year. There wasn't as much familiarity. Okay. But we always put a lot of effort into having the scariest house. Cool. My... My, it's so funny because it never, like, I never really got the vibe that it, like, that was their favorite holiday, but my family went all out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the decorations, with the ambiance, the creepy music. We'd have all, like, the lights down except for the, you know, special color one. We had a, um, we, like, our, our main floor bathroom was towards the front of the house and the window to it went out into the front, like, small porch area that we had. So we would open up the window and have a boom box on like the shelf or just inside um the bathroom there and we would have like creepy noises playing oh you were scary one of those. songs halloween songs i love those houses yeah, yeah, yeah i actually loved always um the ones that always had noises going on especially when they had like a a, a fake like scarecrow sitting down and it yep. would like just sit and have noises around oh i, I remember it. one year um the like um they would like, ro- I think it was like my mom and my aunt or whatever. They rotated through. One of them was sitting on the porch and they would like scare people nice. by moving. Oh, they um, were, yeah. And then we would have like the the cobwebs everywhere and and little things of just oh, whatever. I didn't even know. And That's then so we cool. had the where, so it was our like front door and then our garage to the right if you were walking out of the house. And then above the garage was one of the bedrooms that had two big windows in that right, room. Right. In each of the windows. My Uncle Wayne built life-size replicas of 
Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger. Nice. So we'd position them and then hang from the ceiling. Um, we would tape up like one of those uh, plastic things with like the blood dripping behind it. Oh, yeah. Turn off all the lights except for having some sort of like Yo. spotlight in front of there. And teenagers coming out trick-or-treating by our street would be i remember one year i it was so funny because i was a baby but i thought it was hilarious because i was like now i felt better for being like so scared all the time was this one girl had to have been like 15 16 refused to walk up to the house no way she's like no i don't want to go over there like she was just thoroughly freaked out so that was one of my favorite parts and i think that kind of Slowly but surely kind of definitely, wore me down. Definitely for... was a big factor as to where you're at now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it seems like, I mean, we never decorated our house. Um, I think my mom could probably attest or contest that and say, we you know, there were a few yeah. years that I can't recall. Yeah. The biggest uh, decorating we did, I know we did many years that I can remember, is just we would carve pumpkins whenever we found the time and the yeah. pumpkins would go out with candles. Like yeah. that was our biggest. Oh, for sure. Um, our biggest amount of decorating, um, mm-hmm. but we never even did like we never. We would go all did inside it for too. any holiday. It was just weird. Yeah, that's fair. Getting lights and stuff, and 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 it was always like, oh, we don't like taking it, getting it up and taking it down was a such a hassle. No, that's but really we fair. always did uh, the traditional stuff with like carving pumpkins. Mm-hmm. We all we I was a big fan of roasted pumpkin seeds. That was like my oh, those shit. are my favorite. My we would shit. do so yeah. Anytime we had a pumpkin carved it, whatever, we would always save all the seeds, yep. roast it in the pan, some salt. Whatever. Yep. Oh, it'd be the perfect little snack to watch. We should movies. try to do that this year. I totally See, I, that's would want what to. we were thinking about doing and carving pumpkins this it's year. It's just tough because it's not like but we have a like balcony now, now or a late. front porch. Now we're late. We don't have a front porch and we don't want to have to worry about, you know, cleaning it. It rotting. Out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, but anyways, but and anyways. Then as far as to answer um, the costume question, I'd probably say either when I did a full black hat. When I was younger and mm-hmm. my aunt did my face paint for me, mm-hmm. like to actually make it look like I had like whiskers and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then one year that I was a witch and then there was another one was fun. It wasn't necessarily creepy, but um, we it was one of the few times that instead of like um, putting together a costume out of things I already had and just getting the small bits that I wouldn't normally have at home um, was one of those where we bought a full outfit um, was I was actually like a malt shop like 50s girl so i had a poodle skirt but with like an actual poodle on it oh yeah and i worked school it was really fun right right right. um those were some of my like favorite costumes just because either they were really cool or i felt really cute for sure what about you did you have a favorite costume girl? I, I don't think i really had a favorite the ones i remember the most were uh we were all power rangers my brothers and i one year we were all power rangers i was gonna ask if you guys ever we, did a group yeah, thing like that 100 uh, the one i liked the most to look at is um because grandma, my grandma made the costumes. I was Peter okay. Pan and Brett was Captain Hook. And so she made all of my, my like the Peter Pan stuff. Because I was Peter Pan Brett was Captain Hook. Um, she made it all of like felt and stuff. She made it like really well. That's awesome. Uh, so it was really, really cool. Go Grandma Kay. Yeah, no, she honestly, I think she did that a few years. Um, but then like, I don't know, one year I was like a statue. And I mm. got them, I just got it online. It was just like the pillar you fit right. it on your body. And then you'd face paint yourself. Right. Uh, or your upper half, I think. Um and then, uh, I don't know, the last few years, I've kind of done some things. I was Bob Ross two years ago. Yeah. Um, last year, I had that beer can. I was like the beer pint. Yeah, yeah, The year yeah. before, or a few years before, I was a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, lately, I've just been getting throw-on costumes, which I prefer almost. Um, less work and stuff, but... I like when I can um, make like but an actual But definitely, I, wanna do, I do want to do a really memorable, fun costume one year. I know. I, literally, every year, something gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Like we would have mm-hmm. probably had a get together with friends or gone out and dressed up except, you know, COVID. 
Um, but I remember, what was it? Not last year, because we were watching scary movies last year um, at home. We just stayed home because mm-hmm. of just the timing of, of everything. Um, and then, because we were supposed to be going, we went to Fleetwood on November 1st. That's what right. it was. So then we just hung out for the night. Right. Because we knew we were going to be out the next yeah, day. Yeah, that it was true. Um, but the year before that, the uh, the Halloween that we met, I was Kim Possible. Yeah, we had So I had, had like the pants from that. work. We, I but did we never my did makeup. anything together. Yeah. But no, yeah, we never done a couple's costume, but we have ideas. Yeah, we have plenty. Um, so, I mean, in terms of, I don't know, I, I, I still think because um, we do want to plan to do some stuff for Halloween this year. Um. Yeah. And, and we have whatever, but I don't know if we should do like try to you know do something small and quick and easy if we can think of something. It's I don't know super last minute. I don't know. Now. I'm dressing for work on Friday. Well, there you go. What are yeah. you doing? I'm gonna be Baby Spice. Nice. And three of the managers are gonna be the other Spice Girls. Cool. So um, sporty, posh, and scary. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot yeah, of fun. We'll see, I mean, like I said, like the Saturday, um, the Saturday's Halloween, and it's a, a good day to do it. Um, so yeah. I mean, we could easily have a mm-hmm. costume party here. Um, cool. we did, I, cause I was kind of just hoping we'd, uh, watch scary movies. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll definitely. Well, we all we'll have to talk after this. Um, okay. but yes, um, costumes were, or have always been kind of iffy the last few years, but one yeah. year, one year we'll get a really, really good we one. Will. And, we'll and go you know out, what I've we'll always party. really loved about costumes is the creativity behind them. Like there's so many ones. I mean, there's your standard ones and then each year there's a popular costume. A lot of people do. But there's so many that sometimes you just people like put it together and you're like, oh my God, that is so clever. That is so much fun. Or like, holy shit, that's really, or I love just seeing the creativity of like the face makeup where people are really good. I love watching like the time-lapse videos of people doing like the special effects makeup on themselves to make it look like, you know, half their face is torn off. Dude, my favorite ones are the ones where they like take the fake whatever skin or whatever it is yeah and make it look like they have like wounds on their face or crazy or one girl did like she had like an arrow through her eye or something like Mm -hmm. that and i was like damn that's fucking cool it takes like a lot of talent to do that and it's just so well done and i'm like that's a lot of creativity and like dedication to sit there and do that for yourself yeah the the cosmo class um in my high school so it was like Cosmo, which like cosmetics and stuff. So it was like hairstyling mainly. Oh, love um, it! But they, the teacher was so amazing um, that they they she taught their students how to do some of that stuff. So yeah. I think one year, one of my closer friends at the time um, did like a gouge in her arm, mm. and she like made it bleed and everything. So I like took a picture and put it on Facebook, and everyone's like, "What the hell happened to her?" And I was like, "Nothing. Nothing. It's gotcha. literally makeup." But uh-huh. because in that time, it was like so. Like, you didn't see that kind of stuff on the internet right. very often. Right. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, I always thought but, it was really uh, Yeah, fun. no, we always had caution parties, and I always was, like, mm-hmm. never on the list. Mm-hmm. And I always was like, I need to get up there. Aww. And I wanted to, like, oh, I'm, I'm competitive. So it's like, I want to win my best costume. Yeah, that's fair. But I, I don't know. I just can't dedicate the time. Because whenever I'm like, oh, I really want to do a costume, it's always too late. Yeah. Always too late. That's fair. You have to like prep ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, this year we could totally just hit a party city and find something, I'm sure. Because like nobody's probably doing anything this year. Yeah, that's fair. But we'll see. A spirit Halloween somewhere. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, other than that, scary stories, we could definitely, you know, reminisce on those. Oh, God. Yeah. I remember one that still scars me to this day from my childhood when I think about it. Let's do it. I don't Start remember off where I first heard it, but it's in, in, uh, let us know if you've heard this before when you hear the episode, but basically it's this story of this girl who, um, would always sleep, um, like her dog would sleep beside her at night and she would put her arm over the edge of the bed, you know, just half asleep, 
um, in the middle of the night and she would check on her dog and the, and the dog would always like give her a little like lick on her hand to like let her know you like yeah like i'm here it's all good whatever and then she would roll over and go back to bed mm-hmm. well there was one particular night she um woke up because she kept hearing this like dripping noise and was like where is that coming from and thinking like the faucet was um like not screwed on or whatever properly so at one point she got up and went to the bathroom and um and like it again, it was super dark in the house, right? And she went and checked the faucet. And, no, it's fine. She's so weird. So she went back in bed, um, and she could still hear it and still hear it. And she was like, "This is so strange. Like, what's going on?" And um, and at one point, she rolled over and put her, you know, arm out and uh, and waited for like her dog to lick. And she felt the, you know, her dog licked her hand. She's like, "Okay, like he's all good. I'm gonna go back to bed." And then, um, sure enough. She wakes and then goes back to bed. And then sure enough, she wakes up the next morning. Um, and then, you know, it's all bright in the room. And then she sees her um, dog, like, dead. And and the way it's, like, laying, there's, like, blood dripping. And then it says, um, like, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? Wow. And so what the point of the story was is that whoever came into her house and, like, broke in and killed the dog had pretend. Oh, no, that's not what it is. Um, that's a different one, but it's, it's, this one is, um, when she finds her dog the next morning, it says, um, there's a note that says like humans can lick too. So the person, oh, that's what that messed me up. It, but there yeah. is another one that says, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? But this one said humans can lick too. And I, oh, you know what it was? I think I heard it on a, um, on the bus headed to like girl guide camp. We'd always like trade scary stories. Right. That's definitely where <clears> I heard it. And yeah, so like how creepy it always messed me up to think like, oh, she's like checking on her dog and this like, like weirdo who broke into her house is licking her hand just so she doesn't like freak out and like realize someone broke into the place. Plus, I always felt like really sad for the dog. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But the one that was, um, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights is like this old urban legend of this girl who um, was like very straight laced and she... um, um, she didn't really like go out anywhere and, and she was more of like the studious one. And then she had a roommate who was kind of like, um, you know, more of a party girl, things like that. She was always out doing something very sociable. Well, I guess she, the, the studious one had, um, like she was planning on going to the library that night to study or whatever. And, and her other roommate was like going out for a party and was like, she was trying to get her to come out and she's like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm just going to go like study, whatever. Um, so I guess this girl goes out with her friends and this girl like was always bringing people back to the um was always like bringing guys back to the um like dorm room and things like that so the um girl studying she comes home later that night um and of course like it's hard in like when you share a dorm room with somebody for privacy so i guess she like saw that there was two people i mean the lights weren't on or whatever but she basically the story is is like it looks like that she's like you know getting it on with some guy drunkenly sure after a night out in the bed so the girl just like just goes over to like her bed or whatever keeps the lights off and she can um like hear like small noises but thinking i don't want to know like what's going on whatever i'm just gonna go to bed and then wakes up the next morning and then sees her roommate dead right and then that note is left in oh, her blood wow. saying, yeah. aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. 
I know. It's always um, like home invasions that get oh, me. Oh, it's always those. It's always home invasions that get me. Yeah, I think I've actually heard a couple of those like kind of scary, just like, like urban legend story. stories. It's not even urban legend stories, it's just like stories that are like scary that you hear all over. Yeah. There was. Have you ever heard one? Yeah, there was one I think I heard. Um, if I can try to retell it, um, but basically there was this, there was this two, these two friends, a boy and a girl, um, and they were hanging out. They were hanging out at, at their home. All day, their parents weren't home. They were just chilling. They were watching a bunch of movies. Mm. Um, they finished one movie, and they decided to go to the guy's bedroom. So it was the guy's place. Um, they went into his bedroom. They were all hanging out. They were, you know, mm. they were laughing. They were playing. Um, and and he, I guess he or, or how she she ended up, she ended up getting knocked off the bed. So they're just playing. They're laughing, and he starts laughing, mm. and she immediately stops laughing. Uh, she gets off the bed, and she stands up, and she goes, oh, man, I'm hungry. We should go get some food. And he was like, I'm not hungry. Like, I don't, we just ate. She goes, no, I'm like really hungry. We should go like get McDonald's or something. We need to go get food. And he's like, I'm not hungry though. And she goes, no, we need food. And he was like, okay, like we'll go get food. Yeah. Um, and they leave the room, they leave the house. And as they get in the car, she immediately calls 911. Um, because when she was knocked off his bed, she saw a man under his bed turned the opposite way. When she called the police, the police actually went to his house. And when they opened his bedroom door, they saw the man standing there with a knife waiting for them to get back. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. See, shit like that sends chills down yeah. my Because that shit could actually happen. 100%. It's so real. Oh, my God. And, like, God. same with the ones you told. 100%. It's always... You know what that always makes me think of is, like, those classic, like, babysitter stories? Because there's actually been, like, murders of, like, girls who are, like, home alone for whatever reason. You know, they get attacked, right? Um, but there's the one where... Um, uh, there, There's one where, like... Um, they, they, they reference it in things like Black Christmas and When a Stranger Calls mm-hmm. is the idea of this girl is home alone. She's babysitting kids. They're upstairs and she get, keeps getting these creepy calls of like, have you checked the children? Right. Have you, you know, have you like checked on them lately? Blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, this is so weird. She like checks. There's no signs of a break in. She's like, what the hell? Like, who's doing this? So then she calls the police. The police are like. We're going to like put a trace next time he calls, try and keep him on the line so that we can like see where his location is because they can do that remotely. I think it's like a, an old school way of like taking the landline number and and, and tracking where like the signals yeah. are going. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. And um, and then so he inevitably he calls again and there's like heavy breathing or whatever. And he asks like, have you checked the children? And, um, all of and she like, you know, keeps them all lined up and then hangs up because it starts getting really creepy. She immediately gets a phone back from the police going, the calls coming from inside the house. Right. And yeah, I'm like, that's so crazy. That's like, like, a, movie. Creepy. like a story plot. Yeah, like yeah. a movie plot. And there's sometimes sure. where like the kids are fine and it's just mm-hmm. some like whack job in the house trying to creep her out. But right. then there's a version of the story where the kids actually get killed. Yeah. That would, that yeah. would do it. Yeah. Um, because you, you love your scary movies as well. And mm-hmm. we just mentioned, like, you know, we could definitely just watch scary movies on oh, Halloween. Oh, God, yeah. We do have to, I think, I was going to say we would record the podcast that day because of, we want to do a drunk Oh, that's fair, that's fair, that's um, fair. But do you have, because you've watched an abundance of scary movies. And you well, talked about your amount. favorite movies. Is there one movie that scared you shitless? Like, an actual scary Ooh. movie? Um, because you don't get scared as much as I don't get scared. No, it's so odd because I don't get like quite as unnerved um, as I like used to sometimes. For sure. I used to be like a really big baby. 
Um, but was there a, so then what was there a movie when you were growing up that was like that was the scary movie that you were picture like you would have nightmares of the characters or like scenes from the movie? Um, I so I used to. It's so weird because I wasn't necessarily afraid, but it still definitely creeped me out. But I used to have like weird um, nightmares of like Freddy Krueger mixed with like ghosts and like being trapped in a house and things like that. Um, I remember that I I because I used to be so terrified of scary movies that the covers would ter- terrify the for shit sure. out of me. Damn. And for some reason. The, and it's literally just a pumpkin, but like it looks like, blade like uh, a, a bladed hand for how the classic Halloween John Carpenter's right. Halloween. That one always creeped me out, and I hated any of like the covers for the Saw movies, things like that. I'm tr- I'm trying to genuinely think because I know there's been movies where like I'll turn them off and I'm like I don't want to be home alone anymore. Yeah. Well, so was there like a movie when you were growing up? Because I have a couple. Why? Well, you you go first, and I'll see if anything comes to mind. Okay. Um, so one movie I know for a fact from growing up, cause I didn't watch scary movies growing up. So this is yeah. pretty easy for me was don't look under the bed was by far the scariest childhood oh, movie. I love that one from Disney channel. Yeah. It was a Disney I channel love movie. That one. And it's but the, the boogeyman, the boogeyman is terrifying. I loved it. Really well done. Like really effects well, on that. Cast, dude, he was phenomenal. And, was and, and, I, and I watched it probably within the last four or five years yeah um because i was like this doesn't yeah. look too scary and yeah. and it you know it still was like ooh, like eerie yeah. it made me feel yeah. unnerved yeah. but as a kid not liking scary movies or really having uh been yeah, that exposed to them bit, yeah. it was actually terror i had nightmares and i still mm-hmm. can picture him with his hair mm-hmm. and his claws and his, and his eyes teeth and, and his everything. contacts and his teeth uh i was like that was yeah such a such a scary movie for yeah. me um but yeah i don't yeah. really didn't do really scary movies yeah before. I definitely, um, when I started kind of, I think this one kind of um, really kind of pushed me forward to say, you know what, enough's enough. I'm not going to be like terrified anymore. But I remember in like, I want to say seventh grade, I think, um, I was living with, my mom and I were living with my aunt and my uncle at the time. And um, and we had just gotten like some new DVDs and a new TV and everything. My aunt was like, we're going to watch Dead Silence. And I was like, what? No, no, thank you. That sounds like the opposite of a good time. She's like, no, 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 we're going to watch it. It's going to be a good movie. She, and she was always the one of, you know, you don't like roller coasters. You've never been on a roller coaster. Like, this is your way to kind of get that like thrill. And I was like, I don't need it. Thanks. Right. Um, let me also preface this by saying I absolutely hate dolls and dummies of any kind. Ventriloquist, porcelain dolls, you know, oh, anything. Actually- Oh, That's, literally. Is that, probably, is that one of your bigger fears? It's 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 just something that always unnerves me okay. and creeps me the f out. Um, my uh, growing up, my best friend Amory, she had um, one of those like porcelain china dolls mm-hmm. that was on like a dresser in their like very upstairs hallway where a bunch of the bedrooms were. Um, off to the side, right before the like spare bedroom that the would normally be like an extra playroom with a pullout couch that turns into a bed. And I would always sleep there um, when I slept over. Sure. And I would tell her, I'm like, I need you. To, this is going to sound so dumb, but I really need you to put that in one of the dresser drawers. Like I need it to not be able to just like hop off the dresser and come kill me at night. <laughs> and she would do it. God rest her soul. She would do it. That's um, hilarious. No she, she would put that doll in a drawer for me. Um, and I would be, cause otherwise I would like be absolutely, I would go to the very farthest end of like towards the railing, yeah. um, that I could to just not, cause I, there's something so uncanny about their eyes that I just, 
bothers me. So, and Dead Silence is a movie about um, a vengeful ventriloquist performer who, like, goes on through her dummies and things like that. All of her, like, dolls. Mm -hmm. And I was terrified like i spent half the time with a blanket in front of my face because i was like i can't watch this i can't watch this i can't watch this um so that definitely scarred me into kind of um really saying hey listen like obviously people have a good time doing this or they wouldn't keep making these movies um but yeah that definitely was one that had gotten me and got me into kind of not letting myself be as like utterly scared and being able to have a good time while being like creeped out for sure it does take a lot of time to adapt to a scary movie yeah if you're watching them but like yep. the thing is is there's some people who love scary movies mm-hmm. for the enjoyment of being purely scared oh and i love that i love that now and like i, I mean, want to like, be creeped I, I, out i like having like a, a raised heartbeat and i like mm-hmm. not expecting what's yeah. happening next yeah. um i really want to see if we can find that um what is it the new mutants Movie, I want to watch that yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was actually quite a yeah. scary movie, and if we oh, can watch that, you know what up. always got me was the opening credits to "Are You Afraid of the Dar- mm-hmm. Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Mm-hmm. Because I would always be by myself at home, like up late, you know, playing Microsoft Paint, and all the reruns would playing be done Microsoft on the Family Paint. Channel because like people would be, you know, my um my mom and my grandma and my neighbors would always have like euchre tournaments on the weekend, so like Friday night. I know, but you don't play Microsoft Paint. You just whatever. Paint. I would be on there drawing and um so weird. whatever if bad phrasing then i would be drawing just, on microsoft paint and like, i would have so this like dinky Windows little tv play. i know i know i know i know this or i would play minesweeper is what it would well minesweeper badly because i didn't know how to play properly uh, and then we had this little dinky tv on like the desk um and it only got a few channels and luckily enough i was able to get the family channel on one of them and all the reruns would be done and like the older kid shows and life with derek and blah 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 all that would be done and then it would hit like i think it was like 11 30 or midnight and sure enough, Are You Afraid of the Dark would come on. And I'm like, nope. The amount of times I would skip or just sit there like super creeped out. And it would be like really, really quiet. Right. And speaking of the life-size Freddie and Jason, they would always go in the attic after Halloween. Which down the hallway from the office that I would like spare room that I was in. Up in the hatch in the ceiling was where they were. Right. So hella nope. Yeah. Hella, hella nope. True. Um, so yeah, that always gave me the creeps growing up too. Yeah, Jeepers Creepers. Um, I mean, I don't. I genuinely don't have as many scary stories. Um, I know my favorite Halloween movies are still and forever will be Halloween Town. Halloween Town's a classic. It's a classic. You can't at me on that. So many. There's what three or four of them? Three of them. Um, um three with the uh, original Marnie. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's what it is. And um, and you know they're just I grew up with them with my friends and uh, you know I rem- I literally still remember the one the when Marnie does the one spell in the one movie like it's like a really weird she like spe- it does a spell backwards or something. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I memorized it. And it's still in my head. Love like, it. That's, that's where I'm at in my life. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely that for me. Yeah, um, for sure. And I hope that w- in in the next few years we can still come up with some some cool uh, costumes because I want costumes. 
one year at least. Oh, hundred percent. One year at least. We could even take a trip because I want to see if like there's anything around it or free. Well, yeah. we'll chat about it. We'll chat. Yeah, about we'll it. we'll chat. We'll chat outside we'll chat. podcast. Outside, outside, outside the podcast. But we are coming down to the end of time. Oh, um, are we? Do wow. you have any more Halloween related, scary related stories, memories? No, other than the fact that I just absolutely love it. Um, I love all the fun, mystical, creative, spooky, scary. Um, funness that halloween is and i find that um you know as much as it's a pretty popular holiday it's still highly underrated i think in comparison to the other holidays so 100 percent. i'll always love it i'll always have a conversation about it yep that that is definitely true um i think that 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 definitely concludes the episode uh short and sweet for everybody uh because we all know you love it um if you have any Halloween stories, experiences, memories, costumes, favorite us. costumes. Let us know on our social media. You know where to find us. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, we are getting prepared for our fin- season finale episode. We are. Which will be coming in a week, depending on when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, we plan to get really drunk and have some really fun conversations with our friends. Yeah. Um, maybe even play a game. Who knows? Woohoo. Who knows? Games. Uh, we, Ryan and I haven't really talked about it yet, uh, but we do want to, you know, enjoy what we have uh right now so yeah, anyways sure. that'll that'll do it signing Sounds off for good. now uh ryan do you have any other words last words um other than happy halloween absolutely not happy halloween everybody enjoy your time hopefully you guys can get out and you know get, get some candy hunting going or mm-hmm. trick-or-treating going uh if you have kids with your kids roast some pumpkin seeds do something anything to keep yeah. the spirit alive we're gonna make some cookies 100 percent. okay that's it and we'll see you guys next week Peace.